welcome to the Final Word Podcast. You may be asking yourself a few questions if you've stumbled onto us, like, what is the Final Word Podcast anyway? We are an actual play podcast using the Pathfinder gaming system. We will be running Ruins of Aslan, an adventure path published by Paizo Incorporated. You may also be wondering, who are we? We are five people with varying levels of experience, from non-play through experience play, with both Pathfinder and tabletop RPGs in general. We will be going through various aspects of Pathfinder play, from character development to story development through game mechanics. As to specifics, we will get into those later, I assure you. So, without further ado, let's get this thing going. Okay, welcome to the first and hopefully not last episode of <laughs> the Final Word podcast. Hi, I'm Tyler Morrison. I'll be voicing Nimbliana Bones, the human bard. A little bit about me, I mostly played video games for my introduction to the RPG genre, but I am a big fan of the Pathfinder rules and played a little bit of White Wolf games, and so I'm uh, really excited to be playing an actual live game of Pathfinder here. It'll be fun. Hello, my name is Sarah. I will be playing Willa Koya. Um, she is of the Druid class. She is an elf, specifically a tree singer. Because she is a druid, she has a companion, and because she is a tree singer, her companion is a tree sapling, and his name is Baracoli. Um, a little bit about myself. I have recently found a new joy in fantasy literature. Authors like Tolkien and George R. R. Martin were definitely some of my gateway authors into the world of fantasy. Background in gaming is essentially non-existent. I have very little experience. Um, this is liter literally my very first campaign in any type of RPG ever, but hopefully not my last. Hello, I'm Courtney. I'm 27 years old, and this is my second Pathfinder campaign. I'm usually an Xbox One player, mostly playing Bungie's Destiny. I'll be playing a level one character named Eberus Sandi, a Suli Ranger with the Divine Tracker archetype. Not looking to make friends, she tends to be very isolated and straightforward. Not much for socializing. Hi, my name is John. I'll be playing Zornia Starkind, a female human oracle with the Time Mystery. Um, she's on this expedition looking to broaden her horizons and deepen her knowledge. For a little bit about myself, I am an avid fan of RPGs, both tabletop and video games. And I've been playing them in some combination since I was a kid. And that leaves me, Aaron. I will be the GM for this campaign. This is my first time GMing, so uh, stick with me, please. But not the first time that I've been playing Pathfinder. I've played by post and uh, live versions of the game as well. I've been playing different RPG tabletop games for the last 20 years, and I hope to share that love with everyone at this table and out there. Now with that out of the way, let's see what we can do. Alright, so you all have been on the Peregrine. It's been about six weeks now, and uh, you haven't seen land since about the second day. You're deep into the uh, Islanti Ocean, and, uh, and that's where we're at at this point. After six long weeks, this morning, the crew of the Peregrine sighted land to the west. A few hours later, the Peregrine sails into a natural bay, with a sandy beach within rowing distance for the ship's boats. As the crew begins to untie one of the smaller boats to lower it into the water, the sailors pass a spyglass amongst themselves and finally hand it back to the captain. Captain Jacob Marcosi 
peers at the island for a moment before grunting and handing the spyglass to expedition leader Ramona Avant. You should see this, he says quietly. Ramona accepts the spyglass and peers toward the shore. When she lowers the scope, she is clearly distressed, but trying to hide her worry. She approaches Epirus, says, uh, Come with me, and uh, I have to ask you a few questions. So, is there anyone on the boat here that you feel comfortable with taking to shore for a landing party? Things don't seem right. Uh, I don't know. I'm comfortable. Not really with anyone. Uh, I'm kind of an isolated person, as you may know. Um, but there is this girl. Carrie has a like a tree friend. Um, she's kind of odd, but you know, her and I have bonded a little bit, I guess. Um, Willacoya, that's her name. Um, she seems like a good character. Okay. Um, well. If you can just go around the boat and get Willacoya and anyone else that you think would be up for exploring Talmandor's bounty, um, things seem too quiet there. So if you could just go and visit with these people, find a party that you think you can trust, and come back to me when you're ready. Yeah, will do, boss. I couldn't help but hear that someone was talking about an adventure. Oh, yeah. That would be... I don't mean to eavesdrop, but as you can tell, we're in the hold of a relatively small ship here. I can (laughs) hear every word you were saying as I happened to creep up on you while you weren't paying attention. Well, what's it to you? I happen to be a fan of adventure and exploration. That's why they hired me. Mineral exploration. That's my game. What's your name? They call me Nimbliana Bones. Nimbliana. Um, okay, is there is there really any skills you're bringing to this? Am I just choosing you because you're cool? What, As what's you up? can clearly see, I have several whips. <laughs> that's fair. If that's not qualification enough, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, um, we have Willacoya with a tree. And Nimbliana with whips. <clears throat> And Zornia, how about you? You want to come aboard? Uh, sure. I'll tag along. I might be of some service, some help. Yeah, we may need a healer, so why don't you come with us? Ramona, I think we may have a team. What a fine ragtag crew we have assembled. I couldn't have said it better myself. I'm not sure what Epirus has told you, but we have a problem. Uh, something is wrong. Nobody is in sight in Talmandor's bounty. There should be 30 or some odd people just roaming around, farming and whatnot, and there is no one. It looks like a ghost town. I need you guys to go take a look. I mean, even some of the buildings look burned out. Are you guys on board? Egads. Of course. As long as you guys are okay with staying back so I can check it out. I'm hired to protect you after all. I'm willing to go. I'm not frightened. I don't think you guys are going to need this, but just in case, I do have a potion for each of you of light wounds. Not sure what you'll come across there, but just in case there's anything, I want you to take these because I want you guys back. First day on the job, I can't go and let too many people die. I'm sure we won't need it, but... 
Thank you very much. <clears throat> Thank you. At this point, our intrepid gang of ragtag characters climbs into the boat that has been untied and is lowered into the water. It's a, it's a simple little thing. It's only about 10 feet long, but it comfortably fits all four of you and a tree. Um, so no worries about leaving Willacoya's friend behind. You can clearly see the beach. It's about 500 feet ahead of you, but the ship is too uh, has too low of a draw to get, go into the bay on its own, so you do have to take the landing boat. It's easy enough to row. It's got an oar for each of you, and you make pretty good time. The bay's waters are calm, with only a gentle rocking of the ship's boat. The shore, like I said, is approximately 500 feet to the east, where a lonely dock is built off of a sandy beach. Um, you get about 50 feet from shore, and there's a small sandbar. Uh, go ahead and roll perception to see what you guys see. Sornia's got a 19. Sorry, 20. I have a 10. Okay, so 19. Off of the port side, <coughs> just under the surface, Zornia and Willacoya spot something stirring. As it pops out, you see this nasty thing with a large head and numerous teeth. Uh, this unsightly creature resembles a goblin from the waist up and a greasy octopus below. Go ahead and roll for initiative. It's a nine for me. It's a seven for Willacoya. That's a 16 for Everest. And 19 for Zornia. We are not quite as quick. No. <laughs> What's that you say? There's a fish man off the port side. I don't know if I'd call that a fish man. As you guys are looking off the port side... Behind you, one of these things pops up as well, but none of you saw it. And it lunges forward with its nasty-looking spear. I roll twice and choose. Because I'm an oracle. Temporal clarity. I'm keeping my high roll. (laughs) (laughs) Good story. It's a good thing you've got such clarity. And um, before we get into too much more, I just wanted to let you guys know you're in a boat. So fighting standing up might be difficult. You might fall over. So keep that in mind. Okay. So this nasty little goblin-headed thing thrusts out a spear towards the biggest, bulkiest-looking thing that it sees, which it just happens to be Epirus. Oh, no. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm the biggest one? That is one. Uh, the gnarliest-looking one, too. This goblin-headed thing. Isn't she, I'm, like, I'm, not even five feet? I'm four foot ten. And bulky? I'm muscular. 110 pounds. Muscular. I'm How just muscle. muscle. How can you fit 21 strength and 110 pounds? Don't ask questions. 110 pounds of hydraulics. I'm just awesome, I'm telling you. Oh, How no. does a 19 treat you? Um, against your armor class. Flat-footed? Flat-footed. <laughs> um, uh, badly. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a 14. 
Luckily for you, it barely, it hits your leg, but uh, it only does two points of damage. That was a close one. Uh, guys, anyone notice the one directly behind us? Or did you guys just fail to mention that one? Fortunately, I've only seen one fish man today. Well, that's great, because some of us have felt them now. Not as pleasant as you might think. And because you guys were left uh, surprised with that one, it gets to attack again. Great. Is it going for the gnarly one again? Yeah, it's going for for the gnarly one again. Great. Thirteen. That does not hit. Okay, so it thrusts and it goes between your... Gnarly legs. Arms. Just for clarification, Everest is beautiful. <laughs> she sounds like what a What do a goblin fish? She sounds like a... The goblin fish is not beautiful, so I'm just saying. Everest is a, Zornia, adorable. It's yours. <laughs> okay. Uh, Zornia will take her... Is she right next to either of these little fish creature goblin octopus things. They're right off the uh, the side of the boat, so you're within reach. Because um, you're basically she stacked. will take a swing. Are you, sta- you going to stand up or are you going to stay seated? I will stay seated okay. and swing at one with my quarterstaff that I always have in my hands, unless I drop it, which I haven't done. So, I will take a swing. Uh, no. <laughs> Unless a six hits it, it does not. So I just swing and swing over its head. Epirus, I'm going to take my great sword, uh, and I'm going to attempt to cut this little guy. The one that attacked you? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that would be the one. Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, that would be an eleven to hit. Just let you know if you're sitting, it's a minus two to your two attacks. I'm assuming I am not, given that my legs have been attacked. <laughs> That's up to you. <laughs> uh, because I don't want that nine, I'm definitely standing with an 11 <laughs> to hit. Go ahead and roll an acrobatics check. Okay. This is definitely not one of my skills. A 12. You're fine. Nice. I'm assuming I don't hit. You don't hit. <laughs> you don't hit. But you don't fall either. Yes. <laughs> That's true. Nimbly Anna. All right, I'm going to stay sitting, and, and, and as though I panic, I'm going to take my net and huck it over the head, you know, onto the head of whichever one's nearest to me. And that's only a 10, I think, to throw that net. It sails right over its head. Right over the guy's head. Laquia. Um, am I is this something within range that I could use my short bow to or should I well, it depends on which one you're well technically yes, but it's if you were to fire at it, it would be able to attack you back. What okay. we call an attack, attack of opportunity. opportunity. Oh, okay. Because um. it's right up in your grill. You also have a dagger, and drawing a dagger is quite quick. Okay, I'll I'll try to draw my dagger and stab at it. <laughs> at an eye? Can I, can I be specific at where I'm trying to stab at it? You could. It's not going to really make much of a difference, no. really. Okay. 
I'm talking this too. Uh, so for stabbing with a melee weapon, you'll add that. Zero. Zero? Okay, so an eight. Four players and four misses. And now comes the one that you guys did see. That's the dream uh, team. <laughs> <laughs> what was I thinking? Right next to, uh, to Zornia. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Is um, tree counted with Willacoya in this? Oh yes. yeah. Yeah. So I didn't know if, if she tree could if do something. He like had a separate initiative. Broccoli could do something. Yeah. yeah he could do. He's got one d six. I just wasn't sure if, if there was a initiative roll. Did you say bash attack? attack? Yeah, they call it a bash as attack. I don't, I don't know how that will work on boat and water. Wouldn't you it be just, cool if Barack... Barack oh, you hold him? him? <laughs> you no, pick saying, him up and use him as a club? No, I'm oh. saying that is the... That is the oh, oh. Yeah, the so it does that like with its own I was picturing you pick up. <laughs> oh, no, he's so. a medium-sized creature. <laughs> I was like, I was a savage. She'd need your strength. So my little yeah. two natural attack slams. Okay, so it can... Nice, so I can roll for it? Yeah, twice. He's got strength of 15, so add 2 to those rolls. That one definitely hits. <laughs> Alright, broccoli. And is that a 9? Yeah. Okay. 9. What do it's I 11. Add you add 2 to two it because he's got okay, strength. Okay, so an 11 and a 19. And here's, um, here's Barack's stats. That misses. Both of them? No, one miss. Oh, one okay. Miss. I was like, oh my gosh. So go okay, ahead and right roll here. damage for one of them. The first damage roll of the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for Rock. For his the one that okay. went in the surprise round or the one that hasn't gone yet? The one that hasn't gone yet. No, that's a decent So 11 does not have It doesn't have to put it in. Oh, he attacked. The damage that he's doing to the Yeah, other. since he's already oh, okay. hit with the swing, <clears> that's his damage roll. Okay. I'm assuming that Barak is gendered a he, but I don't really know how to tell with tree people. Well, oh. obviously Nimbliana wouldn't have that knowledge, but <laughs> not really it it's, it's not really relevant. <laughs> Guess we'll know when it flowers. <laughs> you might be able to tell at a masting event if you could detect that sort of thing. I've got a little knowledge in nature myself. Not sure if you've been around for a masting event or not yet, I'm Nimbliana. trained in many worldly knowledges. I imagine that's true. So, so, sorry. It rolls a four on damage on the one that hit. And there's no bonus to that? It's just a strength? Uh, oh, well, he, yeah, picking strength. So that's a six. Because he gets to add that strength modifier to a melee attack. Well, the one that has an attack gets clunked square upside the head and just goes under. It oh, is nice. gone. Way to go, Good job, broccoli. broccoli. <laughs> that's quite a fancy tree friend you've got there. Sure is. <laughs> so. The one on the other side of the boat, next to Aparis, uh, not too happy seeing its friend smashed by a tree of all things. So, it just climbs into the boat. It has several tentacles on the bottom, no problem getting into the boat. And um, tries to bite the tree. Oh no! Wow, look at that. The first one of the game... Not a very successful bite. No, no. In fact, that's what we call a fumble. Let's see. That would a uh, six be determined class? (laughs) Because otherwise it's a confirmed fumble. And we get to play a little fun game to see what happens to this thing. I don't know what its armor class is. It's got natural armor, but I'll have to check what... I imagine it's at least it, 10. it starts at ten. I would think a base of ten plus one natural. Yeah. So 
Okay, so this thing takes a minus two penalty on skill checks and saves for 1d4 hours. As it batters itself, as it falls flat on its head and smashes into the boat. It's not used to walking on tentacles. Okay, Zornia. Well, quick question. Does the movement of climbing into the boat provoke any attacks of opportunity? Yes. From who? Well, you're all really close. I would say everyone. Anyone that wants to. Zornia will definitely try to take a whack at it as an attack of opportunity with a... You said take a minus two for sitting Mm -hmm. 12? No. Okay. But now it's my turn. I will stand up, or Zornia will stand up and try to take another swing with a 12. So miss again. And roll an acrobatic. I think I just fell. Um, (laughs) Because that would be an eight. Go ahead and. Roll yourself a reflex save. I might be going on water, I think. That's not much better. With, un- I believe, a nine. You fall overboard. Oh, no. <laughs> now, it's only about five feet deep here. So, you're not going to drown. But you're not going to be able to do much of anything else either. Uh, so, for now, <laughs> you're getting wet. Yep. Epirus. I have a question. Yes. So, <clears throat> a swift action. Mm-hmm. Uh, this particular one is can be um, an arm strike or with a weapon in your hands. Um, do I need to state that I'm going to do it prior to attacking? Um, I'm going to attack, and I'm going to use uh, elemental assault. Um, so, Epirus is going to shroud her arms with electricity. Um but she's going to have it flow through her greatsword. And she's going to attempt to, again, attack with her greatsword and electrocute. Still standing? Um, Still yeah, standing. Sit down. <laughs> yeah, she's going to sit down for this one. Take a seat, electrify. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would be a, let's see, what would that be? That'd be a 17 to hit. That would be a hit. Yay! Okay, that's good. All right, and that's gonna be two d six for the sword plus your strength Should modifier. Should do them separately, and then just choose one of those. Say, let's say the blue one was your electricity damage. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, that's a good point because it's typed. Um, so that's gonna be eleven damage from the greatsword, and it's going to be what was that? Uh, one electricity damage. Fish sticks, anyone? It's <laughs> <That was> quite <laughs> shocking. <laughs> so now instead of one creature, goblin on top, octopus on bottom, you have a goblin head and an octopus butt. So <laughs> as you, as you cut it in half. For us. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> those nasty things are dead. Uh, anyone want to attempt any sort of Knowledge to see what they might be, or just keep going. I'm gonna either I'm gonna try to climb back into the boat. Okay. Oh, no, that's a good we idea. had better or recover our good friend who fell overboard. 
What would it you're make out of combat. You can. You, you're out of combat. You take a ten. Young lady, allow me to help <clears throat> you up into this boat. It's a five to climb back in. Uh, DC five, so you can get that with it taking a ten. Can we yeah, take a ten obviously. during combat or only in? Not during combat. combat. Okay, oh, that's sorry. what I figured. Yeah. Not when you're under duress. So, like in in this particular instance, what I'm talking about is, um, I have like a take ten for swimming, whereas if we're in combat, I would have to actually do a swim check. Just want to confirm. Okay, so did it? Was anyone going to roll for that? Um, <clears throat> Zorny would if. She has the appropriate knowledge. Um, that would be... If it's nature, she can't. She doesn't know enough. I can so where it's goblinoid top, maybe a local would work? I literally um, have no knowledge. Well, look, I could do a nature knowledge. I think I would know. It's not nature. And I know local history, but... Yeah, I well, only know geography yeah. and nature. You know bardic knowledge. You know all of them. Yeah, I'm trained in all of them, but I haven't put points in all of them. You so can still try the bonus. Yeah, can look into it. Allow me to scour my great stores of knowledge. <laughs> the last time I saw a creature so foul, I was in a Chalexian sushi restaurant. <laughs> Anyone have uh, knowledge engineering? Uh, I do. Um, but I'm not very good at it. <laughs> yeah, I do too, so I, I can at least take an attempt on the knowledge. Yeah. Nope. Then you can't try well, it. Well, I only have a 13. I can't try it at all? You have to have a point in a knowledge check, unless you're a bard. Oh. Which I forget. Then I can. <laughs> Could if I would. Probably what did you roll? 13. Yeah. Um, you know it's a Grindelow. The Grindelo. Yes. Ah, yes, the Grindelo. Aren't those in Harry Potter? They are. <laughs> okay. But very different. Very different. <laughs> Actually, not that much. If you look at the picture of what a Grindelo is in P- Pathfinder and what was in pa- Harry Potter, I they look almost identical. Uh, Grindelo. No, have you, have you seen one of these before, Nimbleon? Indeed I have, though it's been many a year. What do you know about these? Well, there's some sort of strange hybrid calamari goblin person. <laughs> Sounds delicious. <laughs> do you have any knowledge beyond what we can observe? Not much, I'm afraid. Well, you, know, you do know that uh, those tentacles are very adept at tripping people. They have a, a penchant for the trip maneuver, owing to their mighty tentacles. <laughs> They can also be deep fried to make a tasty Grendelow snack. Delicious. They don't smell particularly appetizing. No, this sample doesn't appear particularly fresh, I'm afraid. <laughs> Alright, I don't know about you guys, but why don't we try getting to the shore before we get attacked again? A fine idea. A great idea. Agreed. Okay, so you guys head towards the shore uh, after... Are you throwing the leftovers out? Just... Chumming it, oh. or you keeping it? I t- Wait. Can I cut the head off? I want to search that? bodies for loot. Oh, I thought you were going to read the entrails. Ooh, good idea. <laughs> that too. Um, I don't have that yet. <laughs> and I'll need to recover my net, which is hanging out somewhere in the water nearby. I yeah. Sure and I, I obviously lick my sword. Oh. No, lovely. I'm joking. <laughs> you. Um, well, there's nothing for them. Uh, all you find is their spears. They just have normal short spears. And that's about it. Keep it in the boat. 
meaning for given to the boat crew in case we need them, but I don't need it. Yeah. Maybe use it as bait. <laughs> no, like for fishing. Ah, yes, to fish for the wonderful spear eater. It too can be deep fried into a tasty snack. It's like a pretzel. Okay, so after um, stripping the uh, bodies of their spears and stowing them in the boat, you continue on and fetching the net uh, out of the water with the spear. Yeah, there you go. Um, you. You continue on. You make it uh, unhindered to the dock. It's a solitary dock that extends from the beach into the bay. The construction is solid and looks recent, suitable for tying off a small boat, although no watercraft seems to be visible. The beach inclines to the east before giving way to grass and trees. Further on in that rise, buildings and a palisade wall stand. About how far away are the trees from the shore? Are those friend friendly trees of yours over yonder? All trees are potential are potential friends of mine. Nice. No relation to your fancy friend there. Maybe, maybe not. He packs a mighty <laughs> wall up. I don't know how to respond to you sometimes. <laughs> no need to respond. Just take it all in. <laughs> I would say probably three to four hundred feet okay. off. I just wondered if any, you know, trees nearby witnessed anything going on that I might be able to <laughs> talk to them and, and see what ha- see what they uh, think. <laughs> what happened recently in this colony? <laughs> so, um, do what? we see any footprints? Go ahead and make a perception check. And a survival check while you're at it. Anyone, everyone, just perception. Perception. Oh, like Oprah. Everyone, here. 15. And Villacoya fumbles. Yeah, big time. But do I add these? Luckily, you can't fumble a skill check. Yeah, skill check. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so you'll add it up. A 22 from Zornia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I know more. So, looking <laughs> right off of the dock, you notice that uh, there was a canoe that looks like it was carved um, from a, a tree in the area, uh, sunken, partially obscured by the dock. On the other side, you see a wicker basket and a fishing pole. Looks Here's like some poor fisherman's gone missing. And you can tell that the canoe is definitely damaged. Can we pull that out a little bit, see what uh, damaged it? Bite marks, tentacle marks, whatever sort of mark a tentacle Certainly. makes. Certainly. Go ahead and pull it out. And um, you can see that it looks like it was damaged from the inside of the boat, as opposed to punctured from the underside. <clears throat> All of this ruckus has uh, stirred up something underneath the boat. Uh-oh. It, uh, like this little dark home. Its dark home is gone. Go ahead and, uh, roll for initiative. Wow. Oh, dear. I appear to have disturbed something <clears throat> under that wee canoe. That's 18. 
six for Lilacoya. Koya. <laughs> That's 21 for Empress. Do I want nine or 14? Does it matter? Uh, uh, either one will yeah, put you ahead or behind me, so. The order is the same. Might matter with <laughs> what we don't know. Does a nine or a 14 make a difference? It does okay. not. Okay. <laughs> Luckily, you spot this thing before it has a chance to move. Um, Empress, you're up. Oh, well, let me just tell you what you see a little bit. Um, look, it this nasty-looking canine face pops out of the water, and two lobster claws come along with it. Um, looks like a waterlogged gremlin with webbed ears and a nice pointy dog snout. My god, it's another hideous sea creature. Would we call this creature a um, monstrous humanoid by chance? You would not. That's unfortunate. <laughs> that is unfortunate. Um, <clears throat> Does anyone want to roll to see what it might be? I don't believe I have that ability. Um, if it's dungeoneering, no. How about nature? I can do it. Which one do I roll? I you roll a d20. <laughs> that is the well, second one in a row. That's a one. You need a different die. I know, right? <clears throat> but so then, just like perception, what you'll do is you'll add the whole line. Yeah. Okay, so seven. Uh, you know, it has a dog nose. And then that's which means twenty-one. Okay, with a 21, you uh, realize that this is something called a fuah. Ah, the common fuah, also common. known as the dog crab. <laughs> it's a tiny little thing. Um, so, <clears throat> you do know that it does not particularly like sunlight. In fact, it hates sunlight. And I'm guessing because we've already rolled initiative that it is aggressive. It is aggressive. You should also know from your 21 roll, it doesn't like fire. In fact, it abhors fire. Empress! I am going to take my greatsword and attack it again. Okay. Uh, That would be... <laughs> that would be a 22. A 22? <laughs> that hits. Yeah, that, that definitely hits. It's a good thing she brought us all with And her. that would be a 10. Yeah, it's good to have a strong <laughs> character at Why do these guys it? even try to, atta- <laughs> to hit you? <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you slice right through its, its nose. <clears throat> well, it just falls right on the dock. It's when you say slice through it nose, like, am I cutting this entire thing in half, or are we going, like, <laughs> across the you're, nose you're, or down? You didn't like the dog nose. It looked weird. So you kind of tried to give it more of a humanoid appearance and chopped off its muzzle completely. Wow, I'm the one so nice. <laughs> if anyone needs a plastic surgeon, you know who to call. One. <laughs> one roll. <laughs> one oh, wow. roll. <laughs> 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 well, 
Well, you made short work of the dog <laughs> crab. Well, that's why I'm here, so I guess that's it. Now, if we could only find some rice and sausage, I could make my famous monster paella. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've laid out, uh, if you can see it, a, a map of what you should be able to see. Um, on the blue side, the water, is the, the dock where you guys are sitting. Um, that's where we're currently? Yep. <clears throat> so up the hill, you see... A partially finished palisade wall with buildings interspersed between it. You see some tents outside of those. Uh, off to your right in the distance, you see a number of um, untended gardens uh, and, and a few uh, interspersed houses. So, where would you guys like to go? Um, I would like to try and stealthily go past the wall. See if there's anything in there. I think you've got a good idea, Abris. Let's stay low. Stealthy. Right, go ahead and roll stealth. All y'all. Oh, that would be an eight for Abris. I'm usually pretty stealthy. How much? What's your dexterity bonus? Is it high enough to have to bother with a penalty from uh, armor yet? Uh, it's a three. Okay, so you. So it would bring it down to you, one. If yeah, I, if you wear heavy so it armor. would. Yeah, it would significantly <clears throat> decrease it. A little bit clanky and jangly. So does that have a penalty check? I mean, uh, uh What type of armor? Change your. You have a minus. Yeah. Three, so you have a cumulative plus one. I'm wondering, does stealth have that? Yes. Yes. Yeah, all dexterity all decks and. Uh, okay. Well, let me refresh. That would be a six for stealth. At this point. Zornia got a 19. It appears the little oracle girl is quite stealthy. 14. <laughs> Willacoy got 14 too. Okay, so Zornia, uh, Willacoy, and, and Nimbliana, nimbly walk through the palisade. <laughs> ah, ah. And following close behind is clunky Everest. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everything I envisioned my character to be is like totally not how it's playing out. <laughs> Luckily, the place is deserted. So you make your way uh, into the center. Is that where you were going? Into the center of the palisade between and all the buildings? Wherever we can get past the wall to see what's going on in the little okay. town area. Uh, there's a public well in the middle. Uh, looking into it, looks clean. The bucket is still attached. You can draw water from it, no problem. Um, there's also a platform uh, that looks like a place for them to do uh, either town sermons or just public addresses. A little extra work. It could be a gallows if you so chose. I don't know why you'd want to hang people, but that's up to you. I'm going to take a gold coin, toss it into the well. <laughs> Does anything happen? No. <laughs> um, well, I guess good luck. luck. Yes. <laughs> Did you make a will <laughs> cast Detect Poison on the well water. Hmm. See if like maybe idea. it's part of it. The reason why it's so deserted is something was in the water that mm. was potentially poisonous. Okay. You don't, don't detect anything. It only really affects a five-foot cube. Yeah, you're, you're not detecting anything. Like, if you draw up a bucket of water, it's... It's clean from what 
you can tell from the spell. Uh, there's also a well-used community fire pit, which seems like they're probably just saying kumbaya a few too many times. Got it. Um, um, are there any embers or anything currently? No, it's completely cold. Okay. Um, rains have have uh, tamped everything down. It looks like it hasn't been used for probably weeks. Uh, now, you're in the middle. Um, are there any of those, any place you want to go in particular? I would like to go to the building directly and straight ahead of us. Okay. I'm assuming yeah, that it looks like the biggest building. Um, so I'm wondering if it's maybe like a headquarters, like maybe their prime, their main building. <clears throat> This wooden-framed, mud-brick structure is currently the colony's only two-story building, as well as one of the largest structures. It has the appearance of a rural courthouse or city hall, rather than that of a residence. The front features a small porch supported by rough log pillars with double wooden doors facing west. Numerous window frames with shutters, some of them open, wrap around the building on both floors, from what you can tell. The roof is not thatched, uh, like most of the other buildings around, but it has wooden shakes instead, so a lot of care went into building this one. Uh, the construction suggests this building was intended to be a source of community pride, but it still has a rough, unfinished appearance due to a lack of paint and coarse materials. A few small shrubs have been planted around it. I'm going to draw my sword, and there's a door. Yep. I'm going to... Stealthily open the door. Oh, well, it's, <laughs> not, it's not barred uh, okay. or secured. Go ahead and roll stealth check. Since you're the only one going right now, let's go ahead and just have you roll. I'm assuming we're, we're thinking there's like no magic on this door, hopefully. Yeah, and so far everything looks pretty mundane. Pretty, yeah. Alright. That would be an 11. <clears throat> Alright, you you go through and um, walking in uh, through the main doors is a foyer opening to a large chamber that occupies most of the main floor. This room is open to the second floor and two flights of stairs lead to a gallery that overlooks this space, uh, one on each side of you, uh, supported by columns on the main level. At the rear of the chamber against the east wall is a raised desk, like a podium, Tables and chairs are arrayed in front of it like a courtroom. The gallery above has simple wooden chairs so that citizens can observe whatever business is conducted here. Doors at the north and south ends of the main floor lead to what appears to be separate offices. All right, guys, it looks pretty <clears throat> empty. Um, do we see any papers or anything? Go ahead and roll uh, perception checks. You could, I'm guessing all of you look around. The yeah, Zorian definitely would have. Walking for anything maybe out of place. Epperus got a 24. And I got a 25. Okay. Of course. <laughs> 19 for Zorn. Now I'm assuming you're looking all around, right? Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Just scouring the place for evidence of, of what has gone on here. Yeah, what the purpose might have been for the building. If there was any potential documentation <clears throat> of reasons why they might leave. Or even signs of a scuffle. Mm. Although everything looks pretty calm so far. Yeah, everything, as you mentioned, it's it's pretty clean here, um, other than a layer of dust uh, that has settled on everything. 
Um, in the northernmost office, you find a locked wooden coffer. It doesn't seem you don't seem to find a key anywhere. But on top of that, uh, if you looking around in the main foyer, uh, you look up and on the deck you see something. Not really sure what it is. It looks metallic um, with spindly little legs. Uh, kind of like a spider. But metallic. It doesn't really if it's alive or whatnot doesn't seem to be bothered by your presence. Well, as long as uh, we're here in front of the little locked coffer and there's no people around, maybe I'll just go ahead and try and pick that lock and see for ourselves what's in this little box, why don't we? Okay, go ahead and roll yourself a disabled device. 24. Okay. Pops open with ease. Um, well oiled, so no problems with, uh, with opening that up. Inside you find a number of log books and journals. Um, and going through them, you know, it's basically just a, a ledger of things that have gone on, uh, daily activities. Um, they all date back to approximately one month ago, whereas the after which point the entries seemed to be more sporadic and stopped about a week after that. So about three weeks of no entries whatsoever. Uh, I'll open it up to the last entry and... Um read that if it's you know a, anything more than just like a, a, I guess a, a ledger of the day's events see if there's any like actual notable events on the most recent entry and you can't really tell from it that there's any, anything going on uh, the last entry is, is just an accounting of uh, of the from the Levin farm and um, how their crops were going with the planting of that. Uh, so nothing in particular. Just normal stuff, okay. Yeah. Um, go ahead and roll a perception check. 18. Okay. Now you do notice that um, there seems to be three or four pages that are missing after the last entry. Um, there's a razor-sharp incision along the binding where pages were carefully cut. So someone tried to sneakily take these out. Hmm. All right, I'll go ahead and place the ledgers back how I found them and relock the box up. If, if, oh, I should probably just make sure any secret compartments. And, and since someone's tried to steal something, does it look like Did anyone else want to take a look at the books? Hidden or in the line. Um, yeah, I'll come up and detect magic on box itself with all the stuff in it, see if anything flags is magical. Alright, um, well, the book radiates a faint aura of universal magic. And if you focus on a little more, you notice two arcane marks that were etched into the back of the book. Back cover. Yep. And uh, if you look at them carefully, they spell out plum tree. Plum tree. <clears throat> but nothing else seems to be. Nothing else seems to be 
radiating any sort of magic box or anything else in the, in the general area. And just a general perception check myself on the documents and uh, it's a 22, which I think is around it. <laughs> yeah, I, you don't seem to glean any more um, than, than he did. Uh, just, like I said, an accounting of, of the daily going-ons and um, more administrative than anything than uh, journal writing. So, all right, I'll go ahead and lock the box back up as though we were never there. <clears throat> okay, so so we're looking for some sort of magical plum tree. What makes you think that? Well, apparently there was some sort of magically inscribed rune. That I, I, I guess, overlooked and saw Zornia inspecting. Interesting. Did anyone notice a plum tree outside? Not specifically. I just saw a lot of trees. There were a couple of poorly tended fields. Hmm. I haven't gone to inspect what trees are growing here yet. Does your little friend perhaps have any plums? Maybe he's the one it's mentioned. No plums on Barack. <laughs> Maybe we should go outside and take a look around. <laughs> Barack's a girl. <laughs> Not that sort of plum. <laughs> I'm not sure if you guys remember the metallic little thing. Anything you guys wanted to Was do that up on, if we took the stairs up, up there? Yes. Um, so it's just up on the second floor, like hanging on the the edge of it or something because we can see it from the, from the first it's floor. between the baluster like the uh, the railing it's hanging up on the railing on the on the second floor um, before approaching it before even going up the stairs Zornia will focus on it and see if it's animated with magic she's not quite sure how metal would be moving potentially moving otherwise you definitely get a uh, an aura of magic around it, of um, enchantment magic. Hmm. Um, well, I don't like the look of that thing. Would knowledge arcana or a spellcraft be able to help me possibly identify it? How about engineering? I'll give it a shot, since we see a metallic thing. I've got a um, 18. Um, and you haven't seen one of these, but in your many readings, you uh, think that this might be a clockwork spy. Hmm. I recall ancient reading of these Lanti, sorts of ancient Aslanti clockwork spies. Uh, Everest is going to put away her greatsword and draw her bow. And then aim at the clockwork So spy. go ahead and roll for initiative, then. I fumble my initiative. <laughs> nice. What's your initiative for? I've only got a plus three, so I'm a four. Philip was 11. Epirus has an 18. <laughs> Thirteen. Okay. So it looks like Epirus 
right. I'm notches her bow. Going and... to, yeah, I'm going to aim and fire at this clockwork spy. Oh, that was your sad. thing is slanted though. <laughs> does that does that matter? Can, should I re-roll it? Nope. <laughs> Down to <laughs> advantage. All right. Well, that was um sad. Uh, that's a nine to hit. Yeah, don't hit it. Yeah, no. that's that's shocking. <laughs> okay, so but Zornia. he knows that I tried. Uh, how much movement would it take to get up to it? Um, you could get up to it in, what are you, 30 feet? 25. 25? You can do it in two rounds. By double moving? And double time. double movement, movement, you can get up there in one round. I'll move up to 10 feet away from it. And uh, speak to it in Aslanti. Um, saying, asking it, why are you here? Are you guarding or spying? Like, what is your purpose? You have to speak it in this <laughs> It skitters around to look at you, and that's it. The foolish beast is being coy. I'm not familiar with it, so I wouldn't know if it's <laughs> capable of speech. If. And, but I. I essentially double. Did anyone have? Does anyone have engineering? Oh wait, you. I okay. have knowledge of engineering. You know that it doesn't speak because you, you, re- you rolled pretty well. You know that it doesn't speak, but it does record everything that you are saying. Well, clearly the beast cannot speak to us. And as it looks at Zornia, you see this bright red gem that appears to be its face. All right. Does everybody see that? Is that are you asking, no, yeah, asking, asking in the meta game? I'm no, I'm asking in game. Does, <laughs> that... Does everybody see that gem? Yes, I do. It's a creepy little critter, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's staring right at me. <laughs> do we think that could be a a weak point? I think it's worth considering. Next time, I'll aim for that. Maybe I'll hit it. It could be what animates it, gives it power. That's my hope. And bonus, it might be a gem. But my turn was over. I bonus I use it. I stopped to get up here. So, Willa Um, I have a question that's kind of outside for a minute. Meta, mm-hmm. outside. Um, could I cast the um, Pass Without a Trace, and would that affect like all of us? Like, Would it make it so that this little thing didn't detect that we were there? This spy thing? Well, I think because I shot at it, it at least it knows I'm there. <laughs> okay, I just kind of wanted it. to know, like, future and how that applies. I, I feel like in that's contest, more or if it would be don't leave a track, like no tracks. Yeah. Right, okay. and okay. Uh, it only affects one creature per level. So right okay. now, you can only do one person, either yourself or, or one other one. Okay. Per casting. Okay. Is it is it like floating in the air? Is no. That, is, no, it's like it, sitting on something? Yeah, sitting okay. on the railing. It's sitting on the railing. Could I aim at it with my short bow? Would that be okay? Yeah. At the little red gem, can I can I see it from my angle and aim at the gem? I like that tiny short bow <laughs> I got. Sure. <laughs> okay, so do I roll the d20? Mm-hmm. And we'll add your dex 
dexterity to hit on a boost attack. The bonus, yeah. The 18? No, the 4. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, 12. Well, you do hit it. You hit it. Okay. <clears throat> you just hit it. What so happens you after hit it? Then the damage you rolled that guy. And then these ones, it's the one that faces the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Bottom? Okay. It's three. And. Two. What you get? Uh, I don't. For a short bow, I don't think no. you get a bonus oh, modifier. No. Okay. Unless it's composite. Yeah, and she's got zero strength. Okay, so. Anyway. Knock it down to. It's still. You just kick in. You could say. I mean, it, it, it'll scary. hit one of its legs and it, it knocks the leg off. You, you kind of break it a bit. So it's now standing on, on five <coughs> spindly little legs. It stutters a little bit. And um, it backs off towards the window. It uh, doesn't have. I mean, it's tiny, so it doesn't move very far. Um, it does head towards the window at the back of the. Upper floor, second floor, the whatever you want. Beast is trying to escape. Nimbliana. Um, is it still visible from the first floor? Is it moved far enough away now that I can't? Really it's get eyes far on? enough away that it it's out of your sight. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, take my full turn to run up the stairs and towards the window to cut off its escape. Okay. So I'll just place myself as near to the window as I can so that it can't easily get past me. Okay. Back up to Epirus. Alright. Um, how close is this creature to me at this point? Uh, it's obscured by the second floor, so you, you can't see it. Uh, you would have to head up to the uh, up one of the set of stairs. Okay. Um, I will do that. Okay. Said action. Um, and at this point, can I now see it and be able to try and use my bow? With one movement, uh, you can't quite get up there to see it. I mean, it's small and low to the ground. Mm -hmm. So with two movements, you can definitely you'd be able to get up there. And be within range, but you wouldn't be able to okay. fire this round. I'll use two um, movements and go all the way up. Okay. Zornia, you are up there. Um, distance from me? I would say it's about 25 feet. Um, I'm going to charge at it and swing at it with my quarterstaff. Like an actual charge? Actual charge, yeah. For a total of four, so I just <laughs> yeah, you nailed kinda, the floor next yeah. to it. Luckily, you didn't hit your foot. You were close, but that was it's like a warning it shot. Is, it is a small little thing. So yeah, did you say it's tiny, or is it technically small? It's tiny. It's okay. tiny. So quite small. Yes. Little Koya. I don't know what to do with this thing. Um, how far am I from it now? Am I downstairs? You're still downstairs. Still downstairs. Okay. Don't. Did uh, Barack well, Barack come? didn't move up. Did he even come in? Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm. I guess I was kind of visualizing him just kind of hanging out next to me. Okay, is that yeah? Along but, yeah, I mean, but you can always tell him to stay outside too. Okay, whatever you do with a tree, I don't know if you tell him or <laughs> he just plants its roots. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so I guess Broccoli will stay on the first floor and I'll go up to the second floor. Okay. Um, do I have more movements after that? Or do I just go to the second floor? You have to take fast. She's got 35. 35. Um, I mean, she would still need two movements to get all the way up, um, there. It's a pretty sizable building, so, um... So, so you're up there, but you can't the really... Stairs, and I can't... So at that point, I can't really do anything. Right, to get up there, stairs. you would need to take two two movements, even if you don't use all the full amount. But with your movement, you can get further back if you wanted to try to cut it off or whatever. So. Okay, I guess I'll just go up the stairs, um, and I'll leave Broccoli on the first floor. Okay. okay, now the spy, seeing that it's quickly getting surrounded... Heads towards the window still. Uh, it gets all the way to the wall. Is it withdrawing? Well, I've cut off its escape to the window. Like full withdrawal. No. Is it, it tiny? It's tiny. Is it tiny? Does it still provoke? Yeah. For moving away. As long. Um. Unless as long as it it goes by you. Um. What's well, moving out of my threatened square? Yeah, so it should. Yeah, if you want to. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, Do you get to roll twice? The one. Well, this is to see whether or not it's actually a legit crit fail. Um, does an eleven hit it? Oh, you don't have a you bonus. Did I? I'm not. I'm not charging. An eleven <clears throat> does not hit it. You meant to do that. Move 10 feet in a random direction and provoke attacks of opportunity as normal. So, you are you get off scot-free. It, I, I it swing doesn't... at it and I somehow wind up 10 feet. It's, yeah, you stumble and yeah, waltz exactly. around a Backwards. Bit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm not I would good say, at this I would say switch out the weapon. <laughs> Okay, so it tries to sneak past Bonesy. Bonesy. <laughs> Bonesy. And uh, uh, it skitters right past you. So if you want to, you got an opportunity. Uh, I don't get attacks of opportunity with a whip. Okay, didn't know. Okay. Well, it's your turn anyway. Uh, I'm going to try and. Uh, uh, is it within 10 feet of me still? I mean, it's, it's yeah. walked past me, but I'm going to try and throw my net over it. How? Yeah, I didn't know how a that would work on tiny creatures, but it. well, it's not a fine or diminutive. diminutive. So, uh, I believe <laughs> it's a two and a half feet is, is the space it takes. Okay, up. So, so I can still net throw yeah. a net over this thing mm-hmm. and, and clog it up, uh, but I only have a seven to my net throw. Yeah, don't do it. I don't do it. No, <laughs> don't do it. Hi, <laughs> Apparis. Uh, do I have a clear shot? Yes. Good GM. All right. I am going to draw my bow, and do I see that red gem by chance? No. It's facing the other way. Uh, of course it is. Okay. Uh, I'm going to aim <coughs> for what I assume is its back. Okay. <laughs> ah, that's better. Finally. That is better. Goal. Okay. Um, That would be <laughs> a 21 to hit. And that would be a hit. Okay. All right. Oh, um, 
That's not as exciting. Uh, that's a two. Oh, yeah, because you couldn't damage. afford a compound bow, could you? No. I could not. I'm using okay. a long It falls bow. to the ground. <laughs> Just like that. Just like that. <laughs> um, Sound it, It's definitely... Um, I guess you'd call it stun. Wow. That didn't take much. So it's down to zero. So is there anything... We'll say um, that. Is there anything that would deter me from going over and just picking it up? Like spikiness that I'd be kind of scared of? Well, I mean, it's... I mean, besides its creepy little legs. So it still could move out of the way, but I mean... But you, is it you, gonna? You could move. You haven't moved Yeah, yet. I am going to move, and I'm going to attempt to grab it, um, pick it up. You won't be able to grab it. Okay. Because yeah, that that's an is an, that oh, that's an action. action. Okay. Uh, then I guess I'm just going to loom over it and glare <laughs> <laughs> with the crash in. Let's see Zornia. Um, what's the plan, guys? Are we taking it out or capturing it? I think we should capture this crafty little creature. I'm curious to find out why it's here. If it's something that's been here for a long time or if it's been a recent plant is that something that we can discern we can certainly take the little bugger apart have you done this before Nibley? i've seen many a wily creature in my day okay so no <laughs> <laughs> so no that would be a hard <laughs> able to move up and kind of block it in since Epirus is now next to it mm -hmm. um is anybody else physically right next to it bonesy okay Nimbleana. Nimble. so i'll go in move to the opposite side from Epirus. we got a box stand three sides right? okay. on the staircase <laughs> and <laughs> ready to attack it with my quarterstaff should that's helped <laughs> when he says it he means himself oh. <laughs> herself ready to or attack it should any of us somewhat should Epirus or the rest of my party's attempts to grab it fail like if they if they all fail to grab it I will hit it with my staff okay I will try to <laughs> okay no. thanks for the clarification will acquire um, I guess I'll go up the rest of the stairs and get closer to it, because I'm in the middle of the staircase now, right? Uh, well, you perfect. double moved last time, oh, so I did. you so I am upstairs. Up. Yeah, but yep. I'm away from the rest of the group that's not kind of by surrounding far. it. I mean, you could definitely get there in one move now. Um, to close off if you wanted to, or <laughs> we can do we have a plan with this thing? Are we going to collect it and and dissemble it, or? Yeah, I, I seem to be the only one who knows devices and engineering, so on my turn I'm going to try and grab hold of it and, and see if I can take it apart or turn it off. Okay. Uh, so I guess I'll Will Akoya will get closer to it and glare at it like Everest is doing. <laughs> the old stare down. The old stare down. <laughs> and Barack is still on the first floor. Rustling his leaves. As I understand it, the Aslanti spy spider hates being glowered at. 
Thanks for that for your input there, Andy. Okay, now <laughs> boxed in on four sides. It uh, <laughs> it's turn, and it's obviously boxed in on four sides, and it's really given no choice but to attempt to attack. So Great. <laughs> it jumps up and slams its body into the nearest threat from where it's trying to go, which is Nimbliana. And how does a 16 treat you? That'll hit. Okay. One damage. Oh, you dastardly creature. <laughs> and it falls to the floor, starting to sizzle. Oh. Uh, all right, I'm going to grapple the, the little critter and try to uh, turn it off. As Is this a device? Yeah, as best my knowledge of it will allow me. <clears throat> Uh, and that's a 10. That's not bad. Yeah, I got 8. Yeah, I was like, oh, no. I, took for it. <laughs> I forget that other people's skills are actually good. My minor. <laughs> I, um, you try to look for the key, because you know that clockwork creatures normally have a key that is needed to wind it and access it, and you can't seem to find it. So it must either be somewhere or just beyond your ability at this mm-hmm. point. Anyone else? I'm afraid we may have to disable this device the old-fashioned way. Well, if we're doing it anyway, uh, I wouldn't be upset if I had a gem in my pocket. I, I imagine you have the strength to pry a gem out of nearly any spy spider. You could try to <clears throat> grab it and so it can't run away. Do a grapple check. Oh, I didn't know if you were talking. I was like, wow, your voice has gotten so low. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> um, If you want what? the gem, go ahead and attempt a disable device check. Okay. Do you need to be trained to do disable device? Um, See? I, I thought te- you needed to do Yeah, I don't have a skill. skill rank in it, if that's what you're... That one handle animal profession linguistics. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm... Oh, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't have asterisks on this. devices to try disabling it. So you could just smash it. Yeah, I would um, think you're disabled. Yeah, you know, I guess. Be a strength check. Uh, or you I'm can... assuming, so where we're out of combat, I can just swap between well, weapons. Are we out of combat? Nope. Okay. Um, and so sizzling. as a free action, I'm going to drop my bow and move action. Drop move sword. my yep, that's it. And as a move action, I'm going to draw my greatsword and I'm going to try to smash it to smithereens, but try well, and Mimbliana. Be okay with you smashing it in his hands? <laughs> oh yeah, I had to grapple it to try and disable it. Didn't I? <laughs> um, I'm at all means necessary at this point. No. Um, okay, so that's, your that's a valid it. point. <laughs> well. free, action. free action to drop. <laughs> <laughs> Although my turn's over, I'm I'm sitting there tinkering with the little critter, <laughs> and, and I just drop. <laughs> what is this mysterious little spider? Does anyone, spider? Does oh does anyone want to let Nimbly know that the shadow of a great sword is about to come down? Um, okay, I won't do that. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll just watch him tinker. Okay. As long as nobody's got a problem, we can just wait another round. I'll see if I can turn this baby off next time. <laughs> Any, uh... That was like a weird metagame in-game. <laughs> We're in rounds now. <laughs> Anyone opposed to just waiting? 
See if uh, Nimbliana can do something about it. It was Go just an it. unfortunately poor attempt last time, I promise. <laughs> I've got this covered. Five minutes. Let's see what she got. <laughs> well, the sizzling seems to stop before you have a guidance. Give him a plus one. Oh, great. Before he has a chance check. to do anything. <laughs> uh, it, it stops sizzling and explodes. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did, you, Roll did you reflex. use your guidance for nothing? No. Oh, okay. 20. What guidance is, is, is free anyway. What is Plus it? one from guidance? 21. <laughs> <laughs> Guided on my way away from that tiny all explosion. Of you. Oh, all of what? you. Reflex. Oh, because we're all right That's there. quite an explosion. <laughs> it's a five foot radius. I guess so. <laughs> You're holding it. Uh, <laughs> and we're all right there. <laughs> I figured I was in the radius. Do we add anything to that? Oh, uh, reflex. Your reflex. If you have anything. Oh, okay, thank you. Where should you be a person? Um, <laughs> mine's a 25. Oh, here. Four? So you have 20, 25, yes. 21, 20, 20. Jeez, you guys are rolling rocks. Uh, three. yeah, three plus your four, seven. Seven. So I get hit. <laughs> Will Koya blows up. Okay, so. <laughs> New character. Bark is on fire. <laughs> you manage to drop it just in time, but it falls onto Willacoya. Okay. And and seems to be the only one affected, and she takes one damage. And I dropped to the floor and cried. No. <laughs> I'm just going to shoot the It was DC 10 for half, but it, I rolled a 1. And since it's rounded down, that's zero damage for all of you and one for her, so. Right. You're lucky. Um, Epirus is going to kind of sigh. Um, she's not too happy with her performance. Uh, and put her hood on her cloak up. <laughs> and kind of mumble to herself, and this is the team I chose. <laughs> well, I'd and say then... that was a smashing success, crew. We, we disabled that little spider bastard. You and I have a very different definition of success. Is the gem still there? The gem has been destroyed. And um, from recalling back to his knowledge, uh, Nimbliana remembers that that gem that seems to be its eye is where all of the recorded audio is stored within a clockwork spy. Well, that's terribly unhelpful. (laughs) And with with that final thought... We end for the day. 